This is the weekly sermon from Church of the Holy Trinity, a Reformed Episcopal parish of the Anglican Church in North America in Houston, Texas. Please join us for worship Sundays at 10 a.m. Visit us online at holytrinityrec.org. Find us on Facebook as Holy Trinity Houston, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram as Holy Trinity REC. Enjoy the sermon. He has delivered us from the power of our enemy. This phrase from the second collect prayer for the Easter holiday speaks to one of the many powerful outcomes of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Most Easter's are heightened times for the church in terms of joy and celebration, getting together. We typically enjoy our highest numbers of attendance for the year. We pull out all the stops in terms of music, singing, preaching, and everything else on this holy day. Our particular congregation often spends most of the afternoon celebrating the feast of of Christ's resurrection this day. Others look forward after the worship services in the morning to join with relatives and family over a meal and a feast just as they do for Thanksgiving and Christmas. This year, though, our external circumstances and situations do not allow us to celebrate as we would normally celebrate. But the reality of what Jesus Christ did has not changed, nor will it ever change due to our situations our circumstances, and yes, even our emotional state. Jesus, raised from the dead and ascended as our King, mediates for us as our only advocate and redeemer to this very moment and into eternity. Nothing has changed in what Jesus has accomplished. It remains the same regardless of our times, regardless of our emotions, regardless of where we live. We need to all see this Easter as a reminder that no matter what we face, whether the Black Plague in medieval Europe, persecution in the early church and in many parts of the world at this very moment, or the current pandemic, the truth is still the same of the resurrection of Jesus Christ to defeat death forever to make the very worst of human persecutions or diseases of a fallen world come to absolutely nothing. For just as Jesus was raised from the dead as the first fruits of the resurrection, he will raise us up that are his at his return in glory. This morning, let us in our bleak circumstances take eternal hope and comfort from our lessons and how God delivers us truly from the power of our enemies. To begin, our lesson in 2 Samuel chapter 3 stated, there was a long war. This was in reference to the civil war started in chapter 2 concerning the crowning of David as king over Judah and Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, over the rest of Israel. Even though David knew he was anointed to be king over the entire nation years earlier. Such did not come to pass immediately, even after the death of Saul. Often in life, things do not occur immediately as we hope. They take time to develop. The Lord has designed our lives to be lived day in and day out in dependence upon him as we work and labor where he has placed us in the circumstances we live. 
Such means that everything takes time to cultivate and develop to bear fruit. Sometimes the obstacles that arise come in the forms of war, plague, famine, and other calamities. The call in scripture when going through these obstacles is that we do not go through them alone in our own power. We can only go through them in the presence and love and power of Jesus Christ, constantly with us to comfort us as we suffer in doing his work. The temptation when hit with adversities is to go through them as the pagans go through them, alone or complaining at every point of the way, leaving prayer, supplication, and clinging to Jesus Christ and his word to the wayside. Lamenting and crying out about our circumstances are healthy as long as such is directed to God in prayer. Sometimes in our complaining, we can lose sight of the commandment that we are under Jesus Christ to turn to God alone. Even though David went through these trying times, we read that David became stronger and stronger while the house of Saul became weaker and weaker. Also in the midst of this civil war, we read in verses 2 through 5 that he had six sons during this time, during this war. Life went on and David continued to serve God faithfully. This description anchors the fact that David was becoming stronger even in bleak circumstances. Parallel to this in verses 6 through 11 of our reading, we read of the description of how day-to-day life was going for the king trying to take the throne of David. Instead of God increasing his household, we read rather that Ishbosheth was consumed by intrigue and worry about whether or not his general was sleeping with his father's concubine. We read nothing of prospering, Rather, we read that Abner, the general of Ishbosheth's forces, was making himself strong in the house of Saul. For this rival to David, his own authority structure was faltering. When facing trials in our lives, we can either faithfully endure by living through the times in dependence upon God, as David did in his life to continue to strengthen his position, to live his life faithfully, or we can go the way of this world the way of Ishbosheth, to panic and think that conspiracies abound to bring us down, bringing us to weakness, as we see with Ishbosheth. The way of the Lord is to trust in him, giving our cares and fears to him in prayer, all the while cultivating what he has given as David. The way of the world is not trust in God, but rather to panic, trying to take matters into our own hands as Ishbosheth cultivating nothing but fear and dread, further weakening us. The Easter message directs us to rest in Jesus alone, living as he called us to live in faithfulness and love. Such is crucial, especially in our circumstances, as the temptation is to fall into the same dread and fear as unbelievers exhibit all around us. Do we exhibit calmness in Jesus Christ through these times? trusting in his provision, trusting in the hope of the resurrection? Or do we dabble so far into the panic of the pagan, the secularists, that it is hard to tell we serve Jesus at all? Tied closely to faithfully living in the midst of trying times is what we read in the opening of our psalm today, till the storms of destruction pass. We don't know how long the storms of our lives last. 
David did not know know how long he would have to endure in God through this civil war. And he was taught this in his earlier years when he was on the run from Saul. Verse 4 of the psalm drives the point further of what we endure in this wicked world. My soul is in the midst of lions. I lie down amid fiery beasts, the children of man whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. The wonder of Easter is that Jesus endured all of this and defeated all of this through his resurrection. The work of our Lord on our behalf does not mean we do not have to endure hardships. We still live in a fallen world full of war, famine, pestilence, plague. We endure all, though, through his comforting presence. The first part of Psalm 57, verse 1, speaks of how he helps us through the storms of life. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge. When a young bird seeks refuge in its parents' wings, it does not mean the storm magically goes away and disappears. It means the parent is with the baby in the midst of the storm, providing shelter and refuge. The same is true for us in Jesus Christ. We can only endure the storms of this life in the refuge of his wings, his presence with us. Without his presence in the midst of these times, we will quickly succumb to despair and dread with no hope. No matter how bleak things are around us, in Jesus Christ alone do we have an assured eternal hope. Lastly, in what we face on this side of eternity, we heard our epistles set our mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. We are to seek the things that are above in Christ, where he is seated at the right hand of God. This is to submit to the call of Jesus in our lives to live by his standards alone through his help, even in affliction. In the end of the lesson in 2 Samuel, we see one manifestation of his presence and call upon us during the storms, during our times of this earthly sojourn, the seeking of peace, the pursuance of peace. After Ishbosheth derided Abner, we read in verses 12 through 19 that Abner sought peace with David. He sought to bring the kingdom completely to David. The finished work of Jesus accomplished peace with us, with all of us, that were formerly enemies of God to our, due to our fallen nature in Adam. As we read in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 20, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. One manifestation of our fallen nature is a vulnerability to attacks from enemies. Throughout the history of the Bible, we see small snippets of our future and glory through Jesus Christ, through peacemaking that, formally bring, that brings former enemies together. This lesson in 2 Samuel is one such example, paving the way for David to eventually become king over all the land. True peace comes when two parties formerly at war are reconciled. Jesus accomplished this for us as God's people through the resurrection. The full brunt of the rebellious war we waged against God was leveled upon Jesus. Treason is always punishable by death. In Jesus, he submitted to the penalty for our treason and subsequent rebellious war against him through his death on the cross. His resurrection 
secured our reconciliation to God the Father so that peace now is declared through God, declaring us redeemed, justified, and acceptable in his sight through Jesus Christ. May we on this Easter remember that no matter how dark our circumstances, physically, politically, economically, or emotionally, the resurrection truth has not changed. The resurrection has not lost its power. As David before us, we are in the midst of a bitter storm that we must wait out through patience, through love and faith under the wings of our dear Savior and through nothing else. May God help us as we continue to wait, knowing our resurrection is assured, even when things look bleak all around us. Jesus alone delivers us from the power of our enemies for all eternity. Amen.